let's just assume we have one building with one tenant and they pay you $10,000 a month. That's just your gross lease. And you can negotiate on the lease what the landlord pays and what the tenant pays. But usually on a gross lease, they just pay you to be there. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host, Javier, has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another no BS episode right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. And today I am doing a solo podcast and I want to talk about triple net lease, gross lease, commercial properties, right? So why I like triple net lease, why you should buy triple net lease, what is the good, the bad, and the ugly about triple net lease. So I'm going to talk a little bit about when you rent a house, right? Usually you got a tenant and you pay for everything, right? The roof, water leak, there's a leak, the toilet, whatever it is, you end up paying for everything like on a single family house, right? You pay for everything. Same thing if you want an apartment building and you have a tenant move in and when they move out, it's going to cost you $1,500, $2,500 just for a regular term for the most part. If you happen to have carpet in your apartment, it's going to cost you more to redo the carpet, especially if they've been there for two or three years. You're going to have some touch-up paint, just some minor items that you need to repair. So usually it'll cost you, depending on the unit and where it's located, let's just say it'll be $2,500, right? Every time somebody leaves, and that could be every year, right? If you're very lucky and blessed and fortunate, you might have some tenants there for five years, seven, 10 years, right? And you never have to go and clean their carpet, right? But when they leave after 10 years, you'll have plenty to do, right? You have plenty to do. You probably have a five, six, $7,000 turn by that time, because there'll be pretty good wear and tear. So let me talk about a gross lease for, let's just assume it's a retail building, right? A gross lease basically means the tenant pays you $10,000 a month, right? It could be single or multi-tenant. Let's just assume we have one building with one tenant and they pay you $10,000 a month. That's just your gross lease, right? And you can negotiate on the lease what the landlord pays and what the tenant pays. But usually on a gross lease, they just pay you to be there. You also have some CAMs, C-A-M. Basically, it's like common area maintenance that you can charge, right? You can charge a couple of dollars a square foot, depending on the market. They can help you to take care of some of the common areas. But for the most part, it's just going to cover the rent, the roof leaks, toilet breaks, doors broken, anything that's going on wrong, the door doesn't shut all the way, et cetera. The owner has to pay for that, right? Parking lot, snow removal, pretty much anything you can imagine that can go wrong, electrical, plumbing, everything that can go wrong. If there's pain, you got to repaint the building, the landlord pays. So usually on a gross lease, your tenant will pay more, right? I don't know exactly what that number is. Depends. I'm assuming it's probably like 30% more than a triple net lease. I think that's a good number, 20, 30%. Just do your research on that. Depends on the area. It's really what you can negotiate. So let me talk about a triple net lease. You got double net lease, you got net lease, you got absolute triple net lease basically means like the word absolute, which is everything. But even on a triple net lease, you can negotiate to see what the tenant will cover, right? So you can have a tenant that wants a triple net lease. Let's just take, for example, let's call it a Starbucks, right? Let's just say Starbucks wants a triple net lease because they want to maintain their own roof. They want to do their own maintenance on their HVAC. They want to maintain their parking lot. They want to maintain the outside. They want to maintain the inside, right? They have a brand to protect, right? So what if they lease 
a property from a shitty landlord, right? He doesn't want to fix anything or repair anything. That's bad on their brand. So they'd rather have a triple net lease and then have them... That's just one of the reasons why they want a triple net lease. And they can do their own repairs, right? They can always paint. They can always have the right signage. They don't have to worry about the landlord maintaining their property, their building, because they have a brand to maintain. So usually on those, they'll pay for the taxes. They pay for the insurance, any roof leaks, any HVAC repairs, replacement, the parking lot, any painting, any plumbing, any electrical, they could pretty much pay for everything. Okay. On a triple net lease. And maybe if you're charging them $30 a square foot, maybe now you're charging them $22 a square foot, right? Because now they're doing triple net lease. So you're going to make less money, but it's less headaches, right? There's really nothing to do. They sign a five-year lease, seven-year lease with a five-year option. You have to replace one tenant in the next five to 10 years, right? You own a multifamily, a hundred units, you're replacing three, four or five tenants, probably I'll say two to three a month. Some months in the summer, you can be replacing up to 10, right? On a hundred unit apartment building. So you constantly have to do those terms on retail, or if it's an industrial building or a flex space, a building, right? And you have triple net or you have long-term tenants, you have five, seven, 10 years, three years is usually the shortest, right? But ideally you want five years plus because your lender is going to want some long-term leases to get you some long-term loans. You can negotiate these triple net lease, right? You can say like anything below 2,500, the landlord will pay for anything above 2,500, the tenant pays for, that's their deductible, right? Or whatever, right? Maybe they have a $2,500 deductible on any roof repair or any HVAC repair, and then the landlord pays the rest or the landlord pays 2,500 and then anything above that, the tenant pays for the rest. The landlord can pay for insurance, and taxes, and the tenant pays the rest. You can really negotiate anything you want. Landlord can pay for the parking lot through snow removal, right? The tenant doesn't want to take care of that. So it just depends what you negotiate with your tenant, especially if you have a strip center with 10 units, right? Because which part of theirs is a parking lot, which is their sidewalk, which part is a roof, things like that. You can still negotiate. You can have a multiple, some gross lease. You can have some triple net lease in your retail. Right. Ideally, it'd be nice to have them all triple net lease and they all cover the exact same thing and your hands off 100%. But every tenant is going to be different, especially if you have some national tenants, they have the requirements, you have some local tenants. You can usually a little bit more flexible with your mom and pop or your regional or uh, smaller business. You have a little bit more of um, flexibility, right? Flexibility to work on their lease. So that's what I really wanted to talk about triple net lease, kind of gross lease. You have tenant improvements. It's called TI. You can save about $1.50 a square foot for existing tenants. They're there for five years and your place is 10,000 square feet. You want to save about $1,500 a year for some tenant improvements. So in five years, when their lease is up, maybe you have $7,500 to give them to fix something, right? Maybe add a wall or help them replace a front door or whatever it is you want to do. Um, $1.50 is decent. Some people might say you might need more. But if you already have an existing tenant, they're not really going to need much, right? And if they do need more, right, maybe they need two or three dollars a square foot because they're doing a big revamp, maybe they need more. Well, then you can negotiate that in your lease, right? You can negotiate the lease where they give you half now and then the rest they put it on the lease for the five year term. I mean, there's so many things you can do to get a tenant to move into your property. You just got to be able to negotiate and you want to make sure you set them up for success, right? Because you want to make sure they have enough cash flow, enough money to get the business rolling. So a lot of the times the tenant's going to ask for 
So free rent, right? Can I get 90 days free rent, 60 days free rent? Can I get 30 day free rent, right? You can negotiate all that in there. If you don't have a really strong tenant and they want you to put in 15, 20 grand, maybe for like a front door, they want double door. It's going to cost you 15,000 on the retail center. And you're okay, great. You have this tenant. You're like, okay, he's local. They've been around for a while, but you don't want to put up the 15,000 there for three months and then they leave, right? Because you only keep their down payment. Maybe their rent's only three grand a month. So you keep the down payment, but you still have 15 grand. You only collected three. So you can do a mixture, right? You can say, hey, look, we'll give you two months for free, which is six grand, right? We want the down payment and we want you to pay half, right? We want you to pay half of the 15,000. They pay half and we'll pay the other half. Or we want you to pay half and then the other half, we put it on your lease, right? So we'll add another 25 cents or another 50 cents to your lease for the next five years to pay for the balance. You can negotiate any way you can with the tenants, keep them happy. You want to set them up for success because in a way you are partnering with them, they need to make money so they can pay your rent, right? And they need to make money so they can survive, right? And open up another location. So triple net lease, gross lease. I went a little bit further and maybe talking about some tenants, how you can negotiate. There's a lot more that you can do. I'm going to see if I can bring on a like commercial real estate leasing agent and talk about different strategies and how to lease some buildings, things like that. But I really never talk triple net or double net, but they're really great. You're making a lot of money in your business. You're a busy entrepreneur or very successful at your job, or maybe you're buying multifamily. You have some nice exits and you got some cash laying around and you don't want that brain damage deals anymore that gives you all this white hair, right? You grab some of the money, you buy yourself a nice triple net lease, right? Maybe it's a four or five, six cap. It's not sexy, right? But it's got a beautiful tenant in there, right? For 10 years or 15-year tenant. Anyways, uh, you have a 15-year tenant, that 10-year tenant, so you kind of, not guaranteed, but if you had a great national tenant there for the next 10 years at a five, six cap, it's great. It's like free money, you know, very slow. And hopefully your property appreciates. And when you get close to your term, you renew, you can sell it, right? Or just keep your money there, right? It's just triple net lease. It's very easy to manage. Monthly calls take about two minutes, not an hour and a half or one of your heavy value add multifamily projects. So that's it for today on the show on the naked truth about real estate investing. That is the naked truth about triple net and gross lease. And keep following me on social media. Check out my Instagram, check out my Facebook, check out my YouTube channel, subscribe to all those channels. And I wish you the best. And don't forget, I'm your host. Don't lose your shirt. I got a great gift for you guys. It is my underwriting calculator. That's what I use to underwrite multifamily for a heavy value add. You're going to get a, a great discount because it takes a lot of work. And I have a calculator that'll help you underwrite something that's more stable, a prettier property with videos, not just multifamily, but I also have a calculator for you for mobile home parks, help you underwrite a value add or a property that's stable. I also have a calculator for you for self-storage. It'll help you evaluate a self-storage, value add, or self-storage that is already stable. And it has videos. We underwrite 50, 60 properties every single week. So my acquisitions team is pretty good at it. I want to give that to you for free for following me on the podcast, for being a loyal listener. I want to give that back to you. It's taking a lot of time and energy to put these together. So in that link, you'll see in the show notes, we'll give that away for free. It's actually a deal submission form. You can skip all that and go to the bottom and you'll see the calculators. But if you want to submit a deal to us so we can help you underwrite it, maybe we partner, feel free to use it. 
Make sure you analyze properly so you don't lose your shirt. This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm